0: Season one, episode one of my podcast. Hello and welcome to my podcast. I am Chloe, or you may know me as Chloe Mediumship, and I am a medium, a psychic and a healer, but also a counsellor and a coach, and I'm so, so happy that you are joining me here today. So not only can I give you messages from your past loved ones, but also help you through difficult times in your life. So from love, career, angel readings, to fertility and full mediumship. So throughout this episode one, I'm going to be talking all about how you can open up to spirit and be just like me. So guys, let's dive straight in. <laughs> I hope you are all well. I'm really, really excited to be teaching you all how to, you can open up to spirit so mediums bridge the gap between the living and the deceased you may have heard of mediums psychics and clairvoyants, they're just to name a few but with mediums you're able to raise your vibration high enough to connect to the other side whereas psychics have the ability to give information about their past the present and even the future and while clairvoyance or either clear seeing clear hearing or clear feeling or maybe all three But that is clairvoyance, okay? So, I believe that everyone has the ability to connect with their own loved ones who have passed over. A way that you can be more open to connecting with spirit is just being aware of the things that go on around you. That you may think are just odd or a coincidence, but it reminds you of your loved ones that have passed. It's often a symbol. Embrace that moment, okay? So not only can I connect to people that are passed over, I also see angels and I see ghosts. Ghosts scare the hell out of me, which if you follow my journey, you'll know that. I will be talking more about angels and ghosts throughout this podcast, but I just want to make everything more clear for yourselves to be able to notice all these messages and signs that are around you. So guys, before we talk about everything spiritual, I have to discuss with you all some important rules to make sure you do while connecting with the spirit world. I call this Chloe's protection. You can call it whatever you wish, but it's just something that's always stuck in my head and I think, right, need to do Chloe's protection. It's normal to feel anxious when connecting with spirit world, but we have to make sure we obey by these rules because for one, it helps us be able to connect further. And two, it's just a peace of mind as well. It's just something we have to make sure we do. It's extremely important. So I do appreciate that this may be a concern to some people. Spirit should never ever hurt you or encourage you to do anything harmful to yourself or others. If you ever do feel concerned, seek help from experienced medium or a healer. Although you must make sure you are taking this very, very seriously, but it can be fun and laughter does raise the energy vibrations. If you ever feel worried or concerned, um before connecting with spirit or after, then this is where grounding comes in, okay? Grounding is absolutely insane. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know I always talk about grounding. But it's just a technique we use to make sure ourselves that we are grounded to the earth. I do it as well because it makes no bad spirits enter while I'm doing mediumship and psychic readings and things like that. So it is really, really important to ground yourself. Um, The benefits of grounding are such things as a sense of physical and emotional balance, but also being able to focus more as well. So I will be talking more about grounding within episode two on how you can ground yourself, but I also want to talk about um, protection on another level. So Finding a way your best way to relax is also the top tip. The more you can switch off, the easier it will be to connect. You may get confused time to time. This is very, very normal. I would suggest having a journal just so you can keep record of everything that happens and the things you do and the things you want to improve on. But every morning before I wake, I have to ask for protection. I also do this before beginning any psychic or spiritual development work. Even if you feel uneasy or it's a peace of mind to ask your spirits, guides, angels and loved ones for it to draw a close and keep you safe and protected. This is why I call it closed protection, because all my guides come forward and they just protect me. And it's really, really important. Protection is just the top thing you have to do. So I'm just going to run this through with you and of how I connect and how I ask for protection. Close your eyes while asking for protection. This helps you keep calm. Concentrate on your breathing. Allowing breath to become slower and deeper. Give this a try now. Deep breath through the nose and blow it out through the mouth. Do this three times. This makes you feel relaxed. You can feel all your thoughts drifting away. Your feelings and intuition begin to take over. And ask. For protection out loud or in your mind. I call upon my spirit guides today and angels and loved ones in spirit to draw close to me and create a circle of protection around me ensuring that I am safe. I invite you to share your messages of love. I wish for no bad spirits to enter and thank you. Trusting yourself and your intuition We all have powers of intuition. Most people don't use it or simply don't know how, but in fact it's one of the most magical and wonderful gifts. It's mainly because people listen to our own logic or gut feelings before intuition is even thought of. It really is amazing that we're all blessed with such a gift yet few of us use it regularly. To build a path on connecting with spirits, intuition really needs to be understood almost like your very best friend. It comes from the gut and your emotional centre rather than your head. So, come on, guys, we have all been there. How many times have you had that gut feeling about something and not listened to it and then thought, I knew that would happen? This is exactly what I'm talking about. As soon as you begin trusting your intuition, One of the main hurdles to connecting with spirit will be lifted. It may not be so easy, especially if your intuition is telling you something you don't really want to know. But I am here to tell you they will protect you and take care of you. You just need to try and listen to the wisdom you receive logic can often give you the wrong advice so it's important to open to intuition if this begins to worry you and you begin to have a lot of fear or even question about your intuition then I find meditation is probably really really helpful in creating a calm state of mind but while you're connecting with your intuition the spirits will be very very close to you so we'll be talking all about meditation within episode two because I love meditation um, but you're not going to feel or see spirit if you don't want to. So this is why you need to relax more within yourself because if you're not relaxed and you're scared and you're worried what you're going to see or what you're going to feel and the messages you're going to get, spirits are not going to come forward. So this is why being in that place where you feel most most comfortable, so perhaps, I don't know, in the garden or sitting on your nice comfy chair and you're most relaxed in this place and nothing's going to disturb you, this is where you're most likely going to get all these messages and listen to your intuition and the wisdom you receive because it's so, so important. So I really, really struggled with night terrors growing up and they were really extreme. Like I'm not even talking about just waking up a few times in the night. I would be constantly screaming and it was just insane. (laughs) So um, I do have an older sister and an older brother, but it was only me that suffered with the night terrors. So I am the youngest and my parents didn't really know what was going on. Um, And then they did settle down, but I would have them occasionally, even when I reached probably... 18. I still have them. I remember having my um, youngest daughter. I was going to say son then. I have a youngest daughter. Um, and I suffered really, really bad with labour. And I actually got home and I was having a nice sweat in the, in the night. And I woke up screaming again. And I thought, oh my god, not again. So it comes and goes. And I always felt like I was quite different. Um, and I just didn't really enjoy school. I really did not like school. Um, and I just couldn't find the thing that I was meant to do. So I, I had so many things that I just wanted to do. <laughs> and it just nothing seemed to work out. So I was even a dog groomer. I even started doing like engraving on wood. Like I just got insane. I tried so many things and I just couldn't find my thing to do. So, um, I was really, really close to my nan, probably closer to her than anybody. She's so, so lovely. Um, and she passed over and I was absolutely just gutted. As you can imagine, losing a loved one is really, really hard. Um, and this was probably the hardest time of my life is overcoming this obstacle, I went to her funeral, and I literally saw her, and I couldn't get over this, and I didn't know what to say, or how to mention it, so I left it, and I kept having loads of dreams, the spirit connect firstly within our dreams, and I just kept seeing her, and I thought, no, it's my, it's my mind playing tricks on me, and then I started seeing the little girl in my house, and I started seeing more and more, (laughs) and it got to the point where I was like, okay, perhaps this isn't normal, <laughs> perhaps this is what I'm meant to do, um, and I went to go and see an absolutely lovely lady called Sadie, and she was so, so lovely, and I walked in to see her, and I walked out, and literally, of spirits followed me, <laughs> it was just insane, and from there on, I've been giving people love, guidance, mediumship, absolutely everything, um, and it makes sense of all the things I saw growing up as well, were actually spirits, And I'm able to sit here today and be so, so blessed with this gift and noticing it more and realizing everything that I've been through is for a reason. And I say that to all my clients. I say, believe that everything happens for a reason because it does. I love my nan. I do miss her but i see her every single day it's almost like i see her more now than i did when she was standing firmly on the earth like it's just absolutely crazy um i am finding it hard to find that time for myself where I can switch off. I don't seem to switch off at all anymore. Um, Even walking around Tesco is very, very overwhelming for me. It is just really, really difficult to the point where I get in the car and my head is throbbing because automatically I get everybody's emotions and feelings overwhelm me. So from January um, this year, so 2022, I started Chloe Mediumship. And now I have over 50,000 followers in the space of a few months. I've done many, many celebrities and I honestly feel the happiest I have ever, ever found. So if you're anything like me, you'll be determined to start meditation and see what you're capable of firstly. But I would like to explain some more of my experiences and help you understand what you could experience so, feeling a sea in my spirit, guys, I've managed to overcome a lot of challenges. I am very grateful for them for getting me through the bad times and having me be a better version of myself today. I've been with my partner Mason since I left school. We have three children together, which are very, very close in age. We have two boys, Jordan Charlie, and Ivy, who only re- arrived 10 months after Charlie. So you can imagine um (laughs) what that's like the stress and the emotional roller coaster it is but also the extreme amount of love and happiness it brings you being a parent So we actually started our own business in the car industry uh, when George was little and it grew very, very strong and successfully. Mason worked extremely long hours and I found myself struggling alone with three young ones. My parents fulfilled their dream and moved to France. Therefore, my support level was very, very low. I found myself growing So I did end up on the strongest antidepressants that anybody could take. um, And I didn't really find a way out. And I only look now um, and look back and really do see the light of what got me through. It was only when I accepted the help I needed, I realized I wasn't alone. I am a Gemini after all. (laughs) And we do all feel like we can do it by ourselves. But I am here doing this podcast to try and show you of everything that I have overcome and what has made me who I am today. After all, we do all start from the bottom to get to where we want to be in life. You just have to believe in yourself and find the thing that you're meant to do. Um, And I wouldn't be a good medium or a psychic or a coach if I didn't share with you all the experiences that have made me who I am today. And I really, really am blessed um, and honoured that you are listening to this podcast. And it's rather emotional to be talking about everything that I've gone through and the, the challenges that I have faced um, at such a young age as well and felt like I was on my own to now being who I'm meant to be. So guys, let's get rid of all the emotion (laughs) and let's talk about spirit guides, angels and ghosts, because I know you're all excited to know. um, And when you say the word mediumship, you just think, right, she talks to dead people. Um, And yes, I do. (laughs) But there's more to that than just talking to people that have passed over. So spirit guides are with us the whole of our life. People usually think our spirit guides and guardian angels are our loved ones that have passed. This is not true. Even if this saddens you, your loved ones are still there, but we are given our spirit guides at birth. In fact, we tend to have multiple spirit guides um, at a time because there is really no limit on how many we receive. Most of us walk around with them (laughs) and don't even know it. Even if you do have the gift of Clairvoyance, you might even see them with you. Some guides are with us for certain moments during our life. They may come during a particular challenging moment and then leave once you're in the clear. So, for example, you could be having like a heartbreak um, and a heartbreak guide that shows up to help you mend and then leaves you when you're feeling your better self and complete. Most of us will have at least one guide who will be there our entire lives offering guidance through moments of darkness, helping you point in the right direction. It kind of makes me laugh, if I'm honest, because if I ever lose something, which I'm doing all the time, um, my spirit guides do help me and it'll just appear. You should honestly try it because it really, really does work. It will surprise you. So spirit guides as well, they don't really have names. However, our minds are absolutely amazing. So, um, they can work well with shape and form, helping us identify our guides and focus our energies, making better connection with them. It's incredible how they'll present themselves. So some people see their spirit guides very, very strongly and in full detail, while others see shadow figures. And this is fine. However, however they come is a blessing either way, because it really, really is. Um, most people do name their guides. It helps you connect and tune in with their energy. A name strongly comes to mind straight away, so just go with that. Whatever name pops in your head, just go with it. (laughs) My guide is called Skylar, to name one. Some people don't get a name straight away, so that's fine. So when trying to connect with your spirit guide, just simply ask, may I call you? And then you'll literally just pop a name in your head, (laughs) and then stick with it. The important thing to know is that guides may not show you Their shadow will fill full detail in the way you're hoping and could appear in your dreams, bring messages and ideas directly to your mind or assist you to feel urges which will guide you one way or another on the spiritual or physical path. You could even have like um, an animal guide who acts as a companion or even through number sequences like 111, or you might have a lucky number. You could be attending a job interview and the number is in the company address. Sometimes you must just listen and you'll understand the little signs are real. Rather amazing, isn't it? Like, it's just crazy how you could just ask for a sign and ask for a message and you'll just notice. So be more open because you will be noticing a lot of messages and a lot of signs. It's just absolutely A beautiful thing to have and to notice. So, guides are just absolutely amazing. So, most people are oblivious to spirit. Perhaps scared, or just wrapped, what wrapped up with day to day life, or even being inclined from the start and have seen spirits, ghosts from such a young age. But most people use the word ghost and spirit interchangeably, where in fact there is a strong difference between them. So many of my friends, um, actually, they think the word ghost or even spirits appear to be frightening. And this isn't the case. It's more about the understanding. But thanks to horror films and scary TV shows, most of us fear the afterlife. However, I can assure you there is nothing in the afterlife that can harm you. The afterlife is happy and peaceful, a place where all pain and suffering disappear and where we can truly be our better selves. So sit and imagine what you love, what makes you calm, I automatically think of rainbows, birds singing, sunlight shining on my face, making me shine head to toe in bright light. In this place, there is no bad word or feeling, nothing can hurt you emotionally or physically, I believe the worst stories of ghosts are just stories, our own fears or even our own desire to see something spooky. So especially um, in the younger years, our adolescence years, we loved Halloween when we visited graveyards. And of course, it's much more fun when you really do believe you've seen something scary. So when you nudge your friend and say, look, did you see that? And they're saying, yeah, I saw that. (laughs) And it's more of that feeling where it makes you feel scared. But ghosts are actually tied to the location of their death, usually a sudden or a tragic one, and they often don't realise they are dead. In most cases, they could just have unfinished business. For example, they don't wish to accept how they died. It's almost like a film, you can view it, but there's no interaction, because frankly, it's a movie. Um, It's an imprint that has somehow been absorbed in a house or an environment, and then for unknown reasons, it's played back for your viewing pleasure a blast from the past, which yes, there is haunted buildings, and there are proven reports of seeing or feeling ghosts, but will you notice that there aren't any really any reports of living humans actually being hurt or killed in such called haunted places? (laughs) This is where your intuition kicks in, because People do talk about ghostly visions, strange smells, or even voices, and I'm not saying they're not true, because they are, but there could simply be a spirit guiding you that the place you could be in could be affecting your health in a negative way. So when you look at things like that and you think, right, maybe they've seen things like that because they're trying to warn you, but they could be saying it could be damp, it could be dangerous, they're sending you warning signs. I do believe, yes, there are forms of spirit that are stuck in their houses, um, but this doesn't mean they'll hurt you. Most people use the word as ghosts and caretakers. They want to stay and make sure their building is cared for properly. And unfortunately, it can take a form of dark energy when a person's death is extremely violent and unexpected. And this could be where sightings and senses of ghosts can reel. Or even though... There is a small percentage of paranormal sightings that are true ghosts. Many of them are real sightings. Residual energy. It's almost like an emotional event is being played over the same spot and time. Um, so <laughs> me and my partner Mason were actually house hunting a few years ago and we had a rough idea where we where we looked and we wanted an old farm property, something we could put our own modern mark on and keep its natural features because I'm such an animal person anyway. I just love the idea of being in the middle of nowhere and everything's just open and you just see grass and <laughs> fields and fields. So the thought of beamed high ceilings and roaring fire, and um, makes me feel warm and safe after viewing a lovely house we admittedly fell in love like it was just insane house the view of the house was just outstanding a huge driveway even leading up to a big oak porch okay so there was newly furbished windows a massive garden it was like a fairy tale home it really really was But as soon as me and Mason walked into the house, we just knew it wasn't the right place for us. The atmosphere was so cold. I had goosebumps even though it was a red hot day. Um, Mason is very, very spiritual anyway. So we'll be talking more about that during the podcast. But he is very, very spiritual as well. But I strongly believe when you know something isn't right, it just isn't right. So this is where your intuition kicks in again. Um, I told you it's important. I told you intuition is important. So we didn't visit here again and we finally found our house we have happily been in for many years now. It's got a pebble drive, red hot arga. It stays on all year round. And oh my gosh, the fried eggs on there in the morning are to die for. <laughs> so the farm property is my ultimate dream home for my children to play among the fields and truly enjoy the country lifestyle in their wellies most of all as soon as we walked into that home we knew hand on our hearts it was the one and even though it's in the middle of nowhere and very very far from neighbors it didn't worry me i just feel safe warm and content here Uh, it's just the ultimate dream that has come true it's only been recent that my oldest son George so he is five he's been talking about the spirit in our home so this spirit is a little girl she is a ghost um she is stuck here she is young and so so delightful full of smiles and happiness she has long hair and she's in like a um long nighty. okay and the name Charlotte just fits her perfectly um and she com- it just came straight to my mind the name did and my intuition was clearly telling me, and I haven't told George what he's been seeing is real. He seems to forget about it a few days after, so I feel like he's going to take after me. Um, but he does forget after he's mentioned something, so I don't bring it back up because obviously it could be quite scary for a, for a child that young. Um, but it's rather normal that <laughs> I say it's rather normal, but. um, <laughs> <laughs> it's rather normal that she is in our home and she's happy and she is safe. But George, as she began saying he loved playing with her, and she'd often doing little things around the house that would make me smile a child doing childlike things, I suppose. So George came into my room early in the morning. Half days and said, Mommy, I've just seen my shoes walking. Obviously, Charlotte was just trying them on. He forgot about this a few hours, but sadly, Charlotte is stuck here. I could send her to the light, but she is perfectly fine. This is her home, and people always say, Oh, ghosts are in this house, but I'm in her house <laughs> and she is fine. Um, and she did have a not very nice passing and she doesn't realize she has passed over, but she is perfectly fine and happy. And she sits by my feet as I've watched most telly at night. Um, so yeah, if you on my Instagram, you'll know that sometimes I take a photo and say, Charlotte's by my feet. But it's like having another child. And I know that sounds quite bizarre, but although I could send her um, and come to terms with things. She's honestly perfectly fine. She's just so so lovely. Um, so spirits, so spirits on the other hand, are not tied to one place. They are free to move around from one dimension to another and, rec- and return as and when they please. It's usually from an emotional tie of a loved one just to assure us that they are okay. When a loved one passes over to the spirit world, their love transforms into energy. I honestly believe anyone can talk to spirits if they're willing to practice their powers of intuition. Don't get me wrong, there may be unwanted spirit from time to time, but not wanting any harmful. Even when your psychic powers grow, you might want to shut the door on all spirits wanting to talk to you. And that is is almost fine. (laughs) It is honestly fine. We're all human after all. It can be overwhelming. It's almost hard to understand the difference between ghosts and spirits, especially if you're new to the field. Even the experiences of when things go bump in the night. People often say, I got a ghost and I begin to feel scared and anxious. But mostly this is just spirit making themselves known the only way they know how. I have experienced white feathers almost everywhere I go. Light bulbs randomly smashing, even the doors knocking and nobody there. They don't mean to be malicious or frightening. They just want to show you that they are there. When you overcome this milestone, you will learn to have such a strong feeling of love and peace. Nothing will frighten you. It really, really won't. Nothing will frighten you. So no matter your backgrounds or beliefs I honestly believe everybody is capable in connecting with the spirit world but what what is very important and what your intentions are and why you would like to connect so maybe you're wanted to make sure your loved ones is happier at peace we have all lost people that are close to us or perhaps you haven't lost anybody that you would probably think is really really close to you so um, I believe that everybody's reasons might be different, and that is fine, but do you believe in the afterlife? That is the first question I have for you. Is just do, do you believe in the afterlife? Because if you have strong doubts, you will completely block your ability to connect with the loved ones. It's okay to have these moments where you do question what happens when you pass over, but if you're completely answering this question as a no, then it's hard to believe your loved ones are there. Most people have doubts because they're afraid. If you started talking about spirit guides in afterlife, you're almost scared of people's reactions. Because even when I talk, I still get this negativity where people think, what on earth is this woman going on about? But we live in a world today where yeah there might be um, science and proof but if we sit back and switch off the world tv and the radios then what does your heart tell you where are your departed loved ones do you believe they're still with you bodies might be far away but their loving energy honestly surrounds us Believing in spirit world will help you come to terms with the empty space in our lives. Where loved one departs, we experience the saying of a hole in our heart. But you no longer feel this, just love and energy. So I don't know if you're all aware of my story and how I become Chloe. So Chloe mediumship, as people call me. I honestly want to share all this experience with you because I feel by talking about my journey, you'll think, oh my gosh, anybody's capable to do this. I really hope that you have enjoyed season one, episode one of my podcast with Chloe Mediumship. I'm so, so excited to start episode two. Let me know your thoughts of this podcast. Put me some questions and I can answer them in the next episode. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for your time. And I hope that you have been learning um, how to open up to spirit.